Whether you're a driver who loves a good journey or a dealer selling tires, the road to success features a lot of the same stops. To make our journeys beautiful, we need premium, safe products that provide peace of mind in all conditions. And just like on the highway, it's a shared experience. At Nokian Tires, we provide those products with a side of passion. This podcast aims to showcase that shared passion among anyone who cares about the road ahead. Welcome to the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. Welcome to the inaugural edition of the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Nokian Tires Marketing Communications Manager, Wes Bowling. This podcast is a product of our passion for this industry. As we thought about how to deepen our relationships with our friends in the tire community like you, this was a fresh idea of a way that we thought we could be a premium partner. There's so much information flying around the tire world. We have a lot going on, and amidst a pandemic especially, we're all craving interaction. Me, I listen to soccer podcasts and talk back at the hosts. My dog is tired of me having one-way conversations with him. Many of us are reaching out in our own ways for human contact in ways that add value to our lives. And the mission statement of this podcast is to interact with you, tire dealers, about issues and opportunities that can drive value for you. We really hope you enjoy this first episode and become regular listeners moving forward. So let's turn the ignition and get things rolling. And as often will be the case, that pun is very much intended. Why are we here? What content do we want to bring you, a fellow member of the tire world? And how can you get involved? We'll answer those questions today and provide you with the first slice of what we hope is helpful insight that can help you sell to your customers. So to continue the journey theme, here's what's around the corner. We've already turned the ignition. We'll use the first couple minutes of each show to preview what's ahead. Then we'll dive into the news in our Tread Trends segment. We'll update you on major stories across the industry. We'll give you a quick summary of the ways we've made news over the past month. After that, we'll take you inside the shop. That's when we want to hear from you. On each show, we'll have an in-depth conversation with a tire dealer about a major topic in our industry. And this time, we're going to be talking with a dealer in Alaska about how his shops navigated the challenges presented by COVID-19. You won't want to miss this conversation. These guys did a lot of things that were pretty novel and could be good ideas for you. And we know you likely did a lot of things as well that we'd like to hear about in future episodes. And then finally, we'll look at the road ahead, other tidbits and news to look out for in the tire world in the near future. So without further ado, let's get into tread trends. Again, this is the segment where we will discuss some trends across the tire industry as well as important news related to the tire world and specifically to Nokian tires. And the first bit of news is good news, relatively speaking, for the U.S. tire market. The U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association is revising its 2020 tire shipments, the projection slightly upward from what it had previously been. Replacement passenger and light truck tire shipments projected now to still fall this year short of 2019 numbers, but not quite as dramatically as the organization originally thought. Slight improvements instead of a 17.2% drop for passenger and 16% for light truck tires. Now it's 15.2 and 11.8% respectively as that curve starts to shift back upwards in some areas of the North American tire market. 
On a bit more of a downer, SEMA show has been canceled for 2020. The Specialty Equipment Market Association didn't think it would be able to put on a safe event in Las Vegas this year. It's the first time in the 50-plus year history of the show that it has been canceled. Certainly can respect the decision. We will miss seeing many of you at SEMA as our sales representatives often find themselves there to meet with you. But of course, we'll have a number of other ways that we can connect with you this year as we all continue to do things in a more socially distanced manner than we're used to. At Nokian Tires, we're making some news too. We've launched several campaigns since the onset of COVID-19 in an attempt to be a premium partner to you and also to keep engaging drivers and consumers and driving them your way. And the latest campaign is something that really intends to inform drivers about tire safety and make sure they understand A, how to stay safe on the road and B, that they can trust you with those decisions. It's called 10 Rules of Tires. You can learn more by visiting NokianTires.com slash 10 rules. It's a landing page where they can read 10 blog posts, kind of the 10 commandments of tire safety, if you will. Everything from how to pick the right tires for your climate to some tips for tire maintenance to why consumers should listen to dealers. They should listen to you, of course, when they're shopping for tires. So we're promoting this on social media. We'd love for you to share it as well. Nokian Tires NA is our handle on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll have those blog posts. We'll have some media coverage as well. And we'd really appreciate Again, your amplification of that program, we are doing this to try to benefit you and drive drivers your way. We're making news in some other positive ways as well. At our Dayton factory, our North American facility that opened last October continues to take significant strides forward. Factory employees recently celebrated one year with zero lost time injuries. There's never been a lost time injury at our factory. Our employees are doing a great job upholding the strict safety standards that we put in place and quality standards too. That factory recently achieved ISO 9001 certification after just about six months of formal operation. That's an indicator of, of the level of quality that we're going to be focused on providing with those products at the Dayton factory. More news coming out soon, including a beautiful new facility that we'll tell you about next month. But now we are pleased to be joined by Craig Wortham. He's the general manager and CEO of family-owned Alieska Tire all the way up in the last frontier of Alaska. Craig, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thank you, Wes. Thanks for having us. Thanks for, thanks for reaching out to us. We appreciate that. Before we talk about your approach to managing COVID-19, tell us a little bit about your shop, how many locations you have, and what your core business areas are. Um, we have uh, eight locations. We, we were uh, originally started in 1978 in uh, Kenai, Alaska, um, expanded to Soldatna, close town, um, then Homer um, in about 2001. And uh, so we have eight locations, seven retail locations, and one wholesale distribution center in Anchorage that we distribute to our own retail center, centers and wholesale accounts. When you first learned how serious COVID-19 was going to be, I would imagine there was an adjustment period for you and your shop, just like there was for really every, every business in North America and around the world. What were the first steps that you took to begin to respond to this pandemic? I think we just tried to understand the disease itself and, and access as much information as we could. At the beginning, We were uh, the office staff was pretty diligent on checking in with the CDC every day. Um, I think we spent most of our mornings and, and actually in the beginning, most of our mornings and afternoons just trying to understand the disease itself and um, the spread effects of the disease and, and then started trying to adjust and uh, uh, figure out how we were going to approach it. 
what kind of virus prevention steps did you guys take as a shop once you started to get your arms around what this was going to look like? Um, when we first heard about the about COVID and started to really understand it and grasp it, we immediately asked our employees to wear masks. Um, we purchased PPE right at the beginning. We got masks, hand cleaner, um, gloves. And we set the protocol that our managers and our and our staffs would clean their buildings every buildings every day, um, wipe them down in, in the evening. We tried to start. We normally close at uh, six o'clock, so we'd start at five o'clock and clean up, and in the morning we would do the same thing as well. So it was a quite a unique adventure at the beginning because we didn't have a lot of uh, leadership to point us in in the in the right direction. So it was a lot of autonomy and trying to figure it out yourself. So I'm very proud of how how we we responded to it in the beginning. Uh, it was very lonely, but we were we were one of the first to kind of step out there, and, and the way our employees responded was remarkable. Your mission is to to exceed customer expectations in product quality and service. Got that off your website. How have you lived that out in an attempt to really grow and help your community um, get through this and, and maybe even come out better on the other side? Well, one of the things that we do that's not on our website that we prioritize and uh, it's, it's become sort of a mantra within internal within our company is we uh, we put the customer first, um, we put the employee second, and then profits come third. So with that philosophy at the beginning, it made it kind of easy for us because we, we, we put the customer's health first. So that's why we asked our employees to wear a mask and um, then we moved on to prioritize the customer or, or the employee, excuse me. So then we asked the customer to uh, adhere to the same protocol. So for us, it wasn't a huge difficult leap, I suppose, if that makes sense in, in, ter in terms of uh, uh, figuring that out. Does that make sense, Wes? No, that makes perfect <laughs> sense. I think that's that's smart. It, it's interesting to me to hear that that list of priorities. I would imagine that, you know, by putting customers first or people second and profits third, that mentality has guided you through a lot of adversity in the past too. I mean, it, when you look at a challenge like a pandemic, did it give you any hope to know, hey, I don't know what exactly this situation looks like, but we know who we are. We don't have to spend time on our identity yes. right now. Uh, that was, a, that was a, a great way to put it, Wes. Per perfect way to put it. Yep. It, it wasn't a uh... It wasn't get difficult to get everyone to buy into what we were doing once you labeled or, or presented it to them in, in terms of our company priorities. So at times, it was difficult to get our employees to uh, uh, convey that same message to our customers when they were frustrated at the beginning. Um, but we stuck to our guns, and it took us a few weeks to really work through the, the confusion that the consumer had coming into our buildings. But in the end, it... it it took a few months, but in the end, uh, we, we've gotten a lot of community support now. Our community has uh, appreciated the steps that we've taken, um, appreciated our leadership role in our individual communities that we're in. So that's that's great to hear, and it's good to hear that that not only is the community supporting you, but obviously you've continued to be a pillar of that community while dealing with this. What have you done to help not just your customers and employees, but the broader community get through this time? Oh, one thing that comes to mind is, uh, ironically, uh, my manager at my Kenai store for how, how long was Taft manager? About seven years. Um, we had a manager in a Kenai store that uh, embarked on another career endeavor and, and, and uh, established a distillery up here. Well, his distillery was successful and he uh, moved to Reno and uh, created his Highmark distillery there. And uh, 
we contacted him at the beginning when we were having a hard time with the uh, sanitation, uh, hand sanitizer. And uh, uh, he, uh, he, he and Alias Guitar came to an agreement and we helped distribute some of his hand sanitizer in our, in our communities up here. In Alaska, we live so remote that our goods, it takes two to three weeks for our goods and, and items to get here. So that was uh, remarkably helpful for many people in the communities. We donated, uh, got cases of the hand sanitizer and donated it to many nonprofit organizations, Boys and Girls Clubs come to mind. We've reached out, uh, reached out to some of the businesses in the community to let them know that if they needed the product or they knew anyone um, that needed it, that... Uh, that we were, we could, they could come to us. So we've had some businesses come reach out to us to, to provide help for them. I knew that whiskey could be good for the soul, but I didn't know it could be good in a pandemic. Great to hear that that they've adapted their model to make hand sanitizer, and you guys yes. have been able to be successful in, in distributing that. I know the community has to appreciate that support. On to your, uh, your stated third priority of profits, though. How has business been? Have you seen patterns throughout this pandemic? Do things seem to be back on the upswing? How would you say things are going? March and April were uh, extremely difficult months for us. Alaska is unique because March and April is our what we call our uh, changeover season. We're we're changing from winter tires to summer tires, and that uh, it's probably I'm gonna guess off the top of my head 15 to 20 percent of my annual business I'm due in that six week period. So mm. um, business wise, it was very uh, difficult. March and April were tough. Um, May, we made somewhat of a turn, got back somewhat to normal. June and July have been remarkable months. I anticipate at the end of this month that we will be back on our, our uh, quote-unquote normal growth pattern. So, so we're, we're very pleased right now, very happy with the direction and, and the way things are headed right now. I'm very hopeful, very positive. The seven stores throughout the state, there's, some of them are 500 miles apart, so it's almost like we're, we're doing business in a different economic environment. So I have pockets. Um, I have one store that uh, their growth, they, they made it up last month and they're exceeding it and, and having about a 10% growth. And I attribute that, that specific store is uh, the community, small community, but it has the hospital. So I, I suspect that the, the medical community and the first responders really rallied, rallied around our store and appreciated the efforts that we took. So, and reached in some cases reached out to us less. To, to thank us for what we were doing. So I feel like our original steps that were difficult at the beginning are now paying dividends four months down the road. I think people are appreciating and respecting that. Very difficult at the beginning, but but I feel as though it's starting to pay dividends for us. Even a question about profit turns into an answer from you about relationships and people understanding and appreciating what you're doing. I think that's a strong testament, obviously, to the actions and to the mentality that you have do you think you've used this adversity to deepen those relationships with your customers and communities? Oh, definitely. I, I got a phone call at seven o'clock in the morning before I came in the office from a doctor one day just to thank me for what we were doing as a uh, as a company. So absolutely, for sure. I get stopped on the street sometimes from people and they and they say, hey, man, I just want to stop and tell you how much we appreciate you. So yes, definitely deep, deepened it. I think there's a better understanding. I think community understands who we are better. I think that that that's the message I think that we got out. They appreciate us and see who we really are. They say that the the fruit of adversity is wisdom. And I would imagine there's been a lot of adversity and probably a lot of wisdom to go around in the tire community. 
What advice would you have for fellow shop owners, managers who are working through a situation that for many has lasted longer than expected? What advice would you have for them about how to continue to manage this adversity? Um, Stick to your ideals, your principles, your core values. Um, Be skeptical, I suppose. Um, um, Question things yourself. Seek out the information for yourself. Don't listen to somebody else in this environment. I I, I think... uh, be true to who you are, true to your principles and your character. Um, and and, and uh, I would assume that their character is the same of our, as ours. So, so be true to who you are. And don't waver. Don't deviate. Even even when you get the pressure from people to tell you to deviate. That, that's, that's what leadership is to us. Well, it's a powerful story. And we really appreciate your wisdom and insight into how to manage such a difficult situation. Anything else you'd like uh, our listeners to know about your shop or what you're doing? Boy, that now that's a tough question. <laughs> I, I don't think I need to sell Alias Tire to Tire dealers, I guess. Uh, um, just, just stay true, stay the course, everyone. Um, uh, the tire industry is a, is a wonderful community. We're all family in, in most cases. Um, we're, we're uniquely connected. A lot of us know each other. So uh, reach out to one another. Um, call. You, anybody can call us if they want. You just Google our phone numbers. Uh, stay true, true to your principles, I suppose, is, is what would be my, my, main, my main comment on that. Well, thank you so much, Craig, for your testimonial today. Hopefully that's helpful to the folks tuning in. And thanks, of course, for your partnership with Nokian Tires. It's great to talk yeah. to you. Well, we appreciate you, Wes. We appreciate Nokian Tires, too. And we uh, we, we are hopeful in the, our relationship with Nokian, and we, we look forward to a long-term, valuable, mutually beneficial relationship with Nokian Tires. So. Sounds good to us. And here's to a strong winter tire season ahead. Bravo, sir. Thank you, Wes. Boy, just some great insight from Craig there. I'm particularly inspired by his passion for his people and not just his employees, but his customers and those who work so closely with him in a variety of other areas. It's very clear to me that Alieska Tire has its priorities straight, as do you, we're sure. And we're interested to know how you have managed the COVID-19 pandemic. So as you hear his story and as you explore your own challenges, we'd love to hear your examples of ways that you've persevered, that you've helped your own stakeholders at your shops. So uh, feel free to reach out to us. Just email us west.bowling at nokiantires.com and we want to hear your stories. Before we go, let's take a brief look at the road ahead. What's ahead for Nokian Tires and our relationship with you in the coming weeks and months? We've already mentioned the 10 Rules campaign. We will be promoting that heavily on social media. We'd love for you to share those posts as well. All you have to do is go to nokiantires.com slash 10 rules. You can read the blog posts. You can let us know what you think. And you can press share on your Facebook and on your Twitter accounts. The campaign is intended to not just inform drivers, but also to bring them your way. One of our entries is, if you want to know about tires, trust the experts. You're the experts. And we want to make sure you're getting some love in that campaign as well. Also keep an eye out for some news from our Dayton factory. Our administration building is nearing completion. You might ask yourself, well, what's in a building? Well, obviously, it's not about the bricks and mortar. It's about the people and it's about what it represents. There's some really cool sustainability facts about the building. It's an amazing place to to help us build our culture in a strong way. We, We think that happy employees make good tires. And so as we look to build high quality tires at our new North American factory, we want to give our people every opportunity to be happy where they work. So stay tuned for some news about that administration building that'll be coming down soon. 
And we're looking forward to telling you more about a new product built specifically for the North American market. We think you're going to love it. Be sure to tune in next month, but also keep an eye out on your email inbox for our dealer services newsletter. It comes in on the last Tuesday or Wednesday of every month, and it'll have some news and insight from our team you won't want to miss. Special thanks to Craig Wortham of Alieska Tire for joining us today, and thanks to you for listening. Nokian Tires is a global tire manufacturer passionate about providing drivers and dealers with peace of mind in all conditions. We're committed to crafting safe, sustainable, premium tire products that lead the industry in innovation. And this podcast is just one of many ways we're striving to be a close partner to you. If you have any feedback or ideas for the show, don't hesitate to reach out. My email address is west.bowling, that's B-O-L-I-N-G, at Nokian Tires with a Y.com. Until next time, Keep on rolling.